0: Tonight, airline executives try to clear the air over a tumultuous travel season. Explanations and excuses. We know we could have done better. The backlash and the blame.
1: This is a a catastrophic failure.
0: Finding the first remains at one of the last residential schools in Canada.
1: A child between the ages of four and six.
0: And 2,000 areas to investigate. Pla's fiery scenes and a frantic search in Quebec. We're hoping that uh,
1: everybody's safe, but uh, we're hitting the heart.
0: The smoldering ruins after a powerful blast destroys a family business.
1: TV National News with Omar Sachedina.
0: Good evening, everyone. We begin with breaking news tonight and the sudden death of American music royalty. Lisa Marie Presley was the only child of Elvis and Priscilla Presley, who confirmed the heartbreaking loss this evening. It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter Lisa Marie has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. Her last public appearance was just two days ago at the Golden Globes in Los Angeles, where she celebrated the nominations, the biopic about her father received. Presley, who was once married to Michael Jackson, was rushed to hospital today after a cardiac arrest. She was 54 years old. Turning now to the other major stories of the day, airline executives and transport officials were grilled in Ottawa about exactly why flying in this country became so difficult over the holidays.
2: I want to tell you that our government is not hiding. We are going to assume our responsibilities and the industry must assume theirs.
0: The toughest questions were for the
2: airlines, asked
0: to shed light on the reasons so many passengers were kept in the dark about delays and cancellations. CTV's Ottawa Bureau Chief Joyce Napier on today's testimony.
2: Scenes over the holidays, long lineups, lost luggage, and stranded passengers led to the Parliamentary Committee hearings in Ottawa today.
1: The bottom line is we know we could have done better
2: A string of apologies from airline and airport executives like Sunwing that left passengers stranded in Mexico for almost a week. It turns out the airline didn't have enough pilots.
1: How did you possibly book travel uh, for Canadians when you did not have crews or planes lined up to service them? This is a, a catastrophic failure.
2: Failures due to lack of staff, aging airport infrastructure, and overbooking. But executives offered few solutions to fix the December travel mess, mostly blaming the weather.
1: A delay in one part of the country has a knock-on effect across our network.
2: And as the committee was hearing witnesses about travel failures, this from the NDP transport critic. I just got a
3: a text from a, a certain airline telling me that my flight home has been canceled.
2: A message too many travelers have heard, but what recourse do they have? Instead of finding airlines, the government prefers letting passengers go to the Canadian Transportation Agency, the CTA, which has a backlog of 33,000 cases, wait time up to 18 months. Why does this government treat the airlines with kid gloves and why haven't you provided direction to the CTA
3: to strengthen enforcement so that the airlines stop trampling on air passenger rights?
2: We are not treating airlines with kids' gloves. And the minister hopes to table legislation this spring that will impose stiffer fines on the airlines and protect passengers, making it easier for them to get compensation. Omar?
0: All right, Joyce, thank you. The Federal Aviation Administration in the United States says human error led to the computer outage that grounded planes yesterday morning. 11,000 flights were disrupted, but officials say things are back to normal. The FAA says a preliminary analysis shows the cause was a data file that was damaged by a worker who didn't follow the correct procedures. Hearts are heavy at an indigenous community in Saskatchewan tonight where it was revealed that human remains of a child were found at the site of a former residential school. Ground-penetrating radar also found what are being described as 2,000, quote, anomalies. The search leader says they could be anything from stones, wood, or possibly unmarked graves. CTV's Jill Makishon reports from the Star Blanket Cree Nation.
4: The pillars of the past are still standing in rural Saskatchewan. The gate where students of Capel Residential School pass through, and the old gymnasium where our community has now come to grief. In a turquoise box, tangible proof of their fears, a child's bones, evidence survivors say of their truths.
5: Very hard to sit in front and see this young child in front of us.
4: This partial jawbone of a child, who was between four and six years old, was discovered at the site in fall. It dates back to the first years Indigenous children were brought to the school in the late 1800s.
1: This is unprecedented. This discovery has
0: changed everything.
4: This is the first time human remains have been unearthed at a former residential school site, though nearly 2,000 suspected unmarked graves are being investigated at sites across the country. At this location, 2,000 anomalies identified by ground penetrating radar will be investigated in the coming months and that work will include testing along the lakeshore.
5: They take them out to the canoe, dump them down in the water.
4: Chief Bobby Cameron says this area should be treated as a crime scene.
5: We would hear these stories for generations and this just confirms everything that we were told and that we knew.
4: Old records show within a decade of the school opening, 71 children died. There's no information any of them were buried on the school grounds, and this site has no known cemetery. There's a lot more work to be done in terms of figuring out who this person is and then potentially what happened to this child. The Prime Minister has promised support. This
0: work is only just beginning.
4: It's hoped DNA evidence will identify whether the child was a boy or a girl and help identify relatives. In the cultural context, there's new work to be done to honour the remains and help this community work towards
0: healing. Omar. A community dealing with an unimaginable burden. Joe Makishan at the Star Blanket Cree Nation tonight. For so many, the discovery has reignited past traumas. There's a 24-hour crisis line available to residential school survivors and their families. That number is 1-866-925-4419. Quebec police say 3 people are missing and presumed dead after an explosion at a propane facility in a small town north of Montreal. Dozens of firefighters and paramedics responded to the morning blast in Saint-Roc-de-l'Achigan but had to back off for fear of further explosions. CTV's Vanessa Lee reports from near the blast site tonight.
6: The explosion happened just after 11 this morning, setting off fear and uncertainty in this small Quebec town. As a mayor You don't want to search for citizens. So we're hoping that uh, everybody is safe, but uh,
1: we're hit in the heart.
6: It's not clear how many people were inside the building. A well-known family business now reduced to a pile of rubble. Propane La Fortune distributes heating oil and propane. When firefighters initially arrived at the scene, they were forced to back away for fear of more explosions.
2: It is really a high risk for the firefighter on place. Uh, So we we have evacuated and use a drone to go uh, on on top of the the scene.
6: The blast could be felt as far as two kilometers away.
1: We we felt the the explosion. We we thought it was an
6: earthquake. People in nearby homes and businesses were evacuated as a precaution, relieved to be able to return hours later. The cause of the explosion is still under investigation, though fire officials believe it was accidental. Omar.
0: All right, Vanessa, thanks. And another series of explosions and a fire this morning, this time in the southern Ontario city of St. Catharines. A security camera captured the first blast just after 6.30 at this hazardous materials facility. A massive fire with more explosions followed. The booms were felt several kilometers away.
2: I've never felt or heard anything like that in my life ever. It was like air punched me in the face.
0: Crews spent the day containing the fire. One employee suffered significant burns and is now being treated in hospital. South of the border, six people are dead in Alabama after a tornado outbreak swept across much of the state. A flying sheet of metal slammed this recycling plant, forcing terrified workers to take cover. The roof of this car wash was blown away by strong winds.
7: Got a tornado
0: tornado in Selma. In Selma, the mayor called the damage significant. More than 20 tornadoes tore through Alabama. In Washington tonight, the U.S. Attorney General says extraordinary circumstances have led to the appointment of a special counsel to examine Joe Biden's handling of sensitive documents. And now the current president and a former one, Donald Trump, are both under scrutiny. Here's CTV's Richard Madden.
1: U.S. President Joe Biden is now formally under investigation.
0: And we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's
1: review. More secret documents from his time as vice president under the Obama administration were discovered at his home in Delaware and in his garage near his vintage Corvette.
7: And by the way, my Corvette's in a lock garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street.
1: The White House recently confirmed documents were also found at Biden's former office in Washington, prompting the attorney general to appoint Robert Hur, a Trump-era investigator, to see if Biden broke the law.
5: Under the regulations, the extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. The bombshell
1: announcement puts both the current and former president under investigation for mishandling sensitive papers. But Republicans call it a cover-up, saying many Biden documents were found before November's midterm elections, yet the attorney general took action now. This
3: was
0: discovered before the election. Treats one President Trump one way, but treats President Biden a whole different way.
1: Is President Biden in trouble? Well, he's got a political problem on his hand. Former special counsel Michael Zeldin says while both men face similar accusations, there are big differences. Biden's lawyers found less than 12 classified documents, Trump more than 300. Biden's lawyers are cooperating in returning files to the government. Trump has resisted and fought investigators.
3: The Trump case is far more serious legally because not only does he have the documents in his possession that he shouldn't have, He resisted the
1: returning of them. Bottom line, it's just not a good look for either of these two.
3: Not a good look for either of them, but a worse look for former President Trump.
1: And while Biden's lawyers insist those documents were, quote, inadvertently misplaced, the timing comes as Biden's campaign is reportedly planning to announce his run for re-election.
0: Omar. All right, Richard Madden in Washington, where tomorrow President Biden will host Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida, who was in Ottawa today meeting his Canadian counterpart. In the three-hour talks, both leaders discussed energy security, trade ties and threats from China. A free and open Indo-Pacific region based on the rule of law. This is how we ensure security and stability for our countries. Kishida's whirlwind trip comes ahead of the G7 summit in May. Japan is the host this year. Another Nova Scotia family is speaking out tonight about the crisis in Canada's overwhelmed hospitals. They say their loved one died after waiting hours in the ER without being seen. Here's CTV's Atlantic Bureau Chief, Chris Najkutay. Here's, here's my door.
3: I have a big picture of the Catherine Snow and her family are holding on to what's left of her mother-in-law, Charlene Snow. She died after she couldn't get the immediate care she needed at a hospital.
4: It's so shocking and you know it happened in the house so there was family there but when you add an extra layer on top of that that maybe it could have been prevented.
3: Suffering from jaw pain and flu-like symptoms the 67 year old went to this emergency department in Nova Scotia in the early afternoon of December 30th. After waiting for seven hours she was told a doctor wouldn't be able to see her until the morning. Frustrated, she returned home. The family said her heart stopped just an hour later.
4: I'm mad. I'm angry. She should be here.
3: Nova Scotia's health minister says a formal investigation is underway to find out what happened and will share the information with the family when complete.
4: She should be taking my daughter on their weekly trips to Walmart and out for supper at the Bonny. She should be here for her grandson's graduation year.
3: Snow's death happened just a day before 37-year-old mother of three, Alison Holtoff died in another Nova Scotia ER after waiting six hours in excruciating pain. Health data obtained by the Nova Scotia NDP through a Freedom of Information request shows ER deaths are now at a six-year high, up by 10% in 2022.
7: THIS IS A MAJOR CONCERN. WE NEED TO BE ABLE TO RELY ON OUR EMERGENCY MEDICAL SYSTEM, OF COURSE. AND SO WE'RE ASKING FOR A PUBLIC INQUIRY.
3: THE SNOW FAMILY HAS NOW LAUNCHED NOVASCOTIAHEALTHCARECRISIS.C.A, A WEBSITE WHERE OTHERS CAN SHARE SIMILAR STORIES OF PATIENTS AND HEALTHCARE WORKERS AFFECTED BY THE PROVINCE'S HEALTH CRISIS.
0: OMAR. ALL RIGHT, CREASON, THANK YOU. TIME FOR A SHORT BREAK, BUT WHEN WE COME BACK... YOU WANT TO GIVE ANSWERS TO THE family. A new push for clues one year after a violent abduction. Plus...
3: We've heard of Kevin Martin.
0: I hadn't. I didn't know who he was. Catching a ride with a curling rock star. There is a renewed call for clues tonight on a case gone cold exactly one year after masked men in police gear abducted a young woman in Ontario. Here's CTV's Heather Wright. Someone
3: knows these men.
7: A direct plea from investigators today, one year after Elnaz Hash-Tamiri was abducted by three men posing as police officers. Composite sketches of two of the kidnappers were released along with a $100,000 reward. Police hoping to generate fresh tips in a case that has baffled them.
3: A female not involved in crime is literally plucked out of her house with violence and is, has, nothing's been seen or heard from her in one calendar year. That is incredibly rare.
7: It was just before 8.30 p.m. on January 12, 2022, when three men stormed into a home in Wasaga Beach, Ontario and forced Hashtamiri into this white Lexus SUV. The 37-year-old had been hiding out at a relative's house after an attempted abduction at a month earlier where she was hit in the head with a frying pan and needed 40 stitches. Two men have since been charged in that incident, as has her ex-boyfriend Mohammed Lilo, who is also charged in her kidnapping. Police won't say whether they believe the two men accused in the earlier attack are the masked men who abducted her. Hashdamiri's mother Fariba lives in Iran and in a statement read today by lead investigator Martin Graham, she detailed her anguish.
3: We can't break out of this endless loop and move forward with the next stage of grief, acceptance.
7: The family continues to hold out hope, as does Inspector Graham. Do
3: you believe that El Nazi is still alive? I have
7: to. But after 12 months, there has still been no contact from the kidnappers and no ransom demand. Police say they continue to investigate multiple motives. Heather Wright, CTV News, Toronto.
0: A cyber attack at Ontario's liquor retailer has prompted a warning to customers who may have had their personal information compromised including names, emails, addresses, and credit card details of people who placed orders on its website between January 5th and 10th. The Crown Corporation is asking users to update their passwords and monitor credit card statements for suspicious transactions. And users of a travel booking website are finding out you can't always believe your eyes. The site Extra Holidays recently posted a list of the 10 best ski resorts in the U.S., Problem is, the spectacular photo above the headline is from Alberta's Rocky Mountains in Banff, not the states. After the break, an intentional nod to Canada. Joni Mitchell is awarded one of the U.S.'s highest honors in music. A Syrian refugee who made international headlines when he was trapped at an airport in Malaysia for nearly seven months has finally become a Canadian citizen. Hassan al Kantar, now living in British Columbia, marked the milestone in a virtual ceremony more than four years after he arrived as a permanent resident.
5: There's a movie for Tom Hanks. It's called The Terminal. Well,
0: I'm very much living it. This is my 30 days at Kuala Lumpur International Airport. That became his home for months as he waited for various countries to grant him asylum. His social media posts caught the attention of volunteers here in Canada who helped the 41-year-old find a home here. Legendary Canadian singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell is in line for another major lifetime achievement honor. The 79-year-old Alberta-born icon will receive the Library of Congress Gershwin Prize for popular song.
4: It's a great honor to, to join the pantheon of,
0: of recipients.
4: Looked at love from both sides now.
0: Mitchell, who lives in Los Angeles, will be honored at a Washington concert on March 31st. And there was an emotional tribute in Montreal tonight for former NHL star defenseman, P.K. Subban. Bonsoir, the 33-year-old from Toronto retired in September after a 13-year career. He spent seven years with the Habs and was an immensely popular player in the city, pledging millions of dollars to the Montreal Children's Hospital.
5: I love Montreal. I
3: love coming back here. And this is truly an honor to be able to do this. I never imagined in my whole life that I would have this opportunity to be honored by the most
0: storied franchise in professional sports. Great to see. After the break, trouble at the airport leads to an unlikely brush with curling royalty. At the top of the show, we told you about the backlash airlines are facing from all the recent travel trouble. But we're ending it tonight with how their frustration led to one unforgettable road trip. Here's CTV's Bill Fortier.
5: For many, getting into or out of Edmonton by air has been an ordeal this week because of thick fog. But few have a travel story that can match Giselle Goulet's. It was fabulous. I loved it. She was trying to fly from Victoria to Edmonton to join her sister and jet off on a Mexico vacation.
6: The problem is Edmonton was so socked in with fog, nobody was going anywhere.
5: Her flight was delayed three times, so she caught a different flight to Calgary, planning to rent a car and drive to Edmonton. A solid strategy in theory.
6: No cars, not a one. And the only way you can get a car is if you are a preferred Avis, uh, I think it was Avis customer, which I'm not.
5: But someone else at the desk was a preferred customer and managed to get a car. And I said, well,
6: if you're going to Edmonton, can I get a ride? Complete stranger, I don't know this guy.
5: This lady says, uh, Hulk, can you help me? Of course. Sure. Whatever. Yeah, let's let's go. If you follow curling, even a little, you probably recognize Kevin Martin. Rexall will tell you. The old bear. The Olympic gold medalist and world champion was named by TSN as the greatest men's curler in history in 2020.
0: He's very famous. We've heard of Kevin Martin.
5: I hadn't. I didn't know who he was. So the humble but decorated athlete took a shot on a stranger. The pair made their way up the highway to Edmonton so Goulet could meet her sister and catch her flight to Mexico. It was so wonderful to meet him and fabulous
6: experience. And I'm just so grateful that he was willing to a total stranger and give her a ride.
5: But it wasn't a free ride. The deal was, it was a pretty harsh deal though. Um, She had to buy the coffee in Red Deer. So that that was the deal. So call it a draw.
0: Bill Fortier, CTV News, Edmonton. Uh, deal's a deal. Great story. And that's a snapshot of this Thursday. John venrelli Rao is here tomorrow for all of us at CTV National News. Good night.